Hey, this is Tom Gray. Welcome to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. And this is the episode for release date Tuesday, June the 27th, 2023, which will be exactly one week before the 4th of July. And we'll have a, an episode coming out on the 4th of July. But this is really my uh, USA Independence Day episode. And our topic for today is what is truth? It sounds philosophical and in some ways maybe deep and profound, but my intent is to break it down in a way that's hyper practical uh, because I, I believe as I observe us as a culture, as the American experiment here in 2023, I don't know that there's any more central or foundational issue for us to be uh, intentionally and seriously focused on for the health and sustainability of our republic and for our culture, for our children and our children's children into the um, the distant future than, than this issue. Us collectively coming together, uh, of course, as we always do as individuals and then in our corporate uh, life together as citizens of, of this nation, what is truth? And certainly we have seen a great movement philosophically, belief system-wise, cultural expectation as to what's normal, what views are more prominent over the course of the last century uh, and decades, uh, this postmodern mindset that, that there is no such thing as absolute truth, which amazingly in a self-contradicting way is an absolute truth statement. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, that all truth is relative and what's my truth, what's your truth. And, and it's all in essence uh, I believe, bred out of this very easy to understand and this natural uh, human desire not to be confronted with things that are uh, difficult to deal with or distasteful, perhaps to me personally, or just that I, you know what, it's um, I'm just being confronted with things about me that truth might say, if there is such a thing as absolute truth, that, that truth might say are wrong or need to be changed, right? So it's more preferable to develop a philosophy that says there's no such thing as absolute truth. Therefore, I can never have to be confronted with something that I'm doing or practicing or feeling or believing that, that uh, I never have to be confronted with the, the, the idea that that would be wrong or that I might need to change it. So I, obviously in a superficial kind of how I deal with my own self and how I feel about my life, uh, boy, it, it's very appealing to most, if not many of us, to, to embrace this notion that, well, there is no, no real absolute truth. It's all kind of individualized and customized, and you kind of make it up as you go, and how do you feel about it, and, and that's all okay, and it's all equal, and, you know, in essence, the power, the fuel within the movement to say there is no truth is that sense of, uh, you know, I, just don't tell me, you know, and, and nobody, I don't want anybody to tell me. Uh, that what I'm doing might not be right or best, uh, might not align with the reality of the design of the world or the design of humanity or the design of relationships and any of those, you know, the things about the world that I live in, that somehow I'm, I'm off alignment from, from ultimate truth, aka design. Here's, here's how it's created. Here's what it's, uh, here's the purpose of it. And here's how it's intended to work for it to work right. Do it this way you know, that kind of a thing. So I want to do it my way and not have you tell me that that my preferred way isn't best or right 
or that I need to, to change it. So I think that's the fuel behind the rejection of absolute truth. And I believe it's gotten us where that kind of an approach always will take you when you, when you reject truth in the, in the broader, more general absolute sense, object to or reject the sense that there even is truth, you're going to end up where we're increasingly finding ourselves. We are increasingly hurting. We, we talk about it in terms of mental health. We have mental health crises. We have crime crises. We have uh, the rupture of relationship crises. We have more and more. It's just that the numbers have continued to increase of children being raised you know, not with their biological mother and father and, and intact, caring, nurturing, completed kinds of uh, relational home structures. So the micro society of the family and the home, of course, continues to crumble and the broader society crumbles kind of right along with it. We can't figure things out. The more we, we embrace individualized definitions of truth, the more we flounder in confusion, chaos and anger. Uh, as, as you know, that's exactly what happens. And so the definition of truth, if you go to the dictionary, is uh, that which uh, that which aligns with fact or reality, that which is in accordance with fact or reality. And so obviously you got to go pretty far down a delusional path in denying absolute truth to then eventually also say there is actually no reality, you know, and I've seen those things and you have too. And it's, and it seems appealing to some for sure to imagine, you know, those things we've seen science fiction movies that have been built on this kind of a thesis that there actually is no reality. <laughs> There's no, nothing tangible. Uh, actually, we're all just a computer program playing out a, uh, you know, some kind of scenario. We're all just bits of information in some, nebulous universal mind or, or some, you know, different crazy notions like that. In essence, wow, you know, not only denying truth, but not denying reality. Um, and so part of what I believe is going to be central, foundational, necessary, if we're going to see a, a turn in the health, sustainability and, and, and capacity to, to enjoy freedom and to continue to thrive as human beings who happen to be Americans, is we've got to all step back for a second and just deal very directly with this concept of truth, aka reality. There is a reality. And the more we deny it or pretend that there isn't or or try to live a life uh, disconnected from it, the more we'll suffer. It's just the it's just that simple. In fact, our whole republic was built with the opening line of the United States of America, the very first cornerstone foundational brick in the structure was this. We hold these truths. These are facts. These are principles. These are realities in accordance with the design of the universe, the design of humanity. And we're going to build this republic. In fact, it's the impetus. Before the founding fathers gave us the 29-item list that is the Declaration of Independence as to why they had to break the bonds politically from uh, the, the kingdom of England and the king of England and form a different governing structure, the whole foundation of it was truth. Some of the, the, the violations of reality, the violations of how it works, that had become the state and condition of the colonies and the colonists and the people living there became so intolerable, so constricting, 
so debilitating, so um, destructive to human flourishing that they said, we've got to create a whole new nation. And the nation is built on this, these truths. Here's what is in accordance with fact and reality. And they said, all of us, all human beings are created in the image of God. We're, We're all created by God is where it starts. So, you know, this is where I believe that the essence of our um, healthy steps as a society need to start. There is a truth out there. There is a reality, and it's beyond me. It 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 exists before I showed up on the scene. It's going to exist afterwards. Um, it's above me. It's beyond me. It's outside of me. The source of truth isn't me. The source of truth is above me. And certainly, I'm not going to make the full case today uh, in this episode that it's got to be God, the God of the Bible. That's what our founding fathers believed. And, you know, we've lived a glorious existence for 250 or however many years we've been going now, more sustainable than other forms of government. Our our constitution is the oldest uh, active, vibrant constitution out of the foundation that the declaration laid. You know, there is truth, there is reality, and I've got to respond to it. And it comes from the source of that truth is not within me. It's not my opinion. It's not how I feel. It's above me. And in fact, the best source of that, the, the clearest, most accurate assessment of where I need to turn to find that truth is God himself. And so that's how they started. That's how we started. My argument is going to be whether we continue or not, and whether we continue with any zest and true freedom, true justice, true compassion, true uh, flourishing as human beings, true security, true sanity as a society is going to depend on whether we intentionally go back there. This nonsense, even in terms of setting public policy based on, well, how do you feel about it? What do you feel about it? Then it becomes nothing more than almost a... um, a perpetual civil war of who can leverage power uh, over others, who can, who making a crude uh, analogy, who's holding the gun and and who who can shout loudest or get the most votes about a certain, that's, so we just kind of bob back and forth between whoever's got, got control of the the legislature that that particular year and 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 we've got no sense of something higher, no sense of something governing from above. It's time we get back to, that that true sense so the these truths all men are created equal and then from god they're endowed by their creator it all comes from him it all stems to him we've got to look to him look to the what the founding fathers looked to the bible as the explanation of the clarification of indeed what is true what matches what is in accordance with fact and reality of course that plays out significantly in our individual lives and our families, developing families, developing relationships, but ultimately in public policy, in the management of the building of our, our society. So starting there, uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are created equal, endowed by their creator with you know, our rights come from him, not from government, not from opinion, not from uh, votes. And then if we can understand that, we'll end up voting correctly and, and clearly for the good and well-being of all. Among these rights, life, liberty, the ability uh, to act freely. And I think there's something embedded in that too, not just the, the right to act freely, but the responsibility, uh, the right to act responsibly slash freely. Those two are inseparable. And then to uh, to pursue happiness, the pursuit of happiness. So it's up to each individual and what they want to do with their lives. It's up to us collectively, we the people who govern ourselves, to 
to set the, the course of our policies and the foundation of our policies in such a way that enables people uh, to take responsibility, not to, not, to, not to provide for everybody happiness, but to enable them to pursue it on their own.